This is the Peaks Audio Experience. Hi and welcome back. You've joined us at Peaks Academy and these are bite-sized chunks of wellness gems to power your day to peak performance. My name is Mike Warren and I'm here with Lynn Fernie who's our resident biohacker, lifestyle guru, warrior. Lynn is the expert at Peaks Academy on all things to do with peaks and today I know Lynn's had her bulletproof coffee and we, we at the Academy know not to go near her until she's had the morning coffee. One of her morning routines, one of the routines we teach and train here at Peaks, is about cold immersion therapy, CIT, cold immersion therapy. So I'm going to pick Lynn's brain today on the importance of cold immersion therapy, why we do it, what it does. And if you'd like any more information on cold immersion therapy, please feel free to contact us. So hi, Lynn. Good day, Mike. Yeah, so tell us, Lynn, I know you get, uh, you get cold every morning and that's cold immersion therapy, but there's got to be some really good reasons as to the wellness benefits. So just walk us through maybe a little bit of the history and why we do cold immersion therapy. What's it all about? Sure. So got to say, first of all, I do not like the cold. So I'm a sun lover. I love to be in a, a warm place. I moved away from Europe many years ago to, uh, to get out of the cold. So this is not something I would do unless it gave me a real benefit. And look, there are lots and lots of benefits to cold immersion therapy. But let me tell you, first of all, what I do. Um, if I don't have access to icy water, I'll take a cold shower. And a cold shower for, you know, 10, 20, 30 seconds can give you a benefit. Building up to 5, 10 minutes can give you an even bigger benefit. And if you can and you've got access to a little plunge pool, pop some ice in, get it down to less than maybe 14 degrees and sit in there for a couple of minutes and you can supercharge the benefits you get. So you ask me what are the benefits, why do I do it? Well, it's got a huge range of benefits Everything from boosting your immune system, giving you enormous mental clarity, um, helping your body adapt to cold, and all round just stopping us becoming too comfortable in our very comfortable, cosy, warm, air-conditioned or heated lives and getting us out there doing something that's mentally challenging, setting us up for the day. So I know, Lynn, that there's a, there's a series of breathing activities that you go through, and we'll talk to those at another podcast. But once you're in the water, so you just walk us through how long do you need to stay in there for? We're talking about maybe icy water that's somewhere between sort of 5 to 20 degrees or a cold shower. How long? What are the benefits? What does one do when they're in there? And then after you get out of the cold shower or the cold plunge, is there a process you go through to benefit um, everything you've achieved doing a cold plunge? Sure. So like with everything that we teach here at Peaks Academy, everybody's different, everyone's individual, and never force this. So the first thing is, if you're going to go into cold water, um, be smart. Think about um, having somebody around who knows that you're going to be jumping in a, a cold pool or getting in a cold shower, because there are some risks involved. People do black out and they do react to cold. It is dangerous. But if you're in a cold shower that's maybe 15 degrees, then you might want to just start off by your general warm shower and then cool it down at the end, maybe for 30 seconds. Maybe just put that water on your arms and your legs till you get used to it and build up from there. You may not manage 30 seconds and that's okay. But over time, as you build up, you'll start to get benefit. If you can get into icy water, then what I recommend is 
lowering yourself in with your breath. So you want to calm your breathing down. You don't want to be breathing super fast and hyperventilating because that's going to negate all the benefits and effects that you get. So nice, slow breathing as you get into that icy water, especially when it's down at the 10, 12 degrees Celsius or below. So lower yourself in, go in with your breath, nice and slow breathing. And if you can stand it, then just sit there. Try and relax. You probably can't focus on anything apart from the cold. It has that amazing benefit of giving you a little bit of zen in your day. So just focus on the cold. Enjoy the cold. See how it makes your body feel. Are your hands cold? Are your feet cold? All the time trying to control your breath. Breathe nice and slowly. Bring your heart rate down. And as you start to relax, See how much your body enjoys it. Now, some people only manage 10 seconds, 30 seconds. And honestly, that's really fine. But you may be one of those people who enjoys it. So stick around for two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. I don't recommend taking too long on your first dip. Um, So there are people who've gone in for too long and they come out and they really suffer because you can feel fine in the water. But when you come out, you get what's called after drop where your body temperature drops and you can't control it. So little safety warning from me. Just stick around in there, maybe two minutes on your first go and build up. And when you come out, again, it's trying to control the breathing. Don't load up with lots and lots of different layers and stand in front of the heater. Just see if you can control your breathing through your mind and stop the shivering. So just a bit of clarity, I've seen you um, cold plunge at various locations around the world and certainly at Peaks Academy, it's a, it's a regular part. When you're cold plunging, especially if you've got a pool or a, an ice bath, you seem to go into sort of chin level. What's the, what's the principle of doing that and not immersing yourself completely in the cold water? So again, there's lots of different hypotheses around about this. But essentially, we've got what we call the vagus nerve that runs down um, the two sides of the neck into the body. And that's one of the most important nerves that controls you know, literally hundreds of different processes that are going on automatically within the body without us thinking about them. So by immersing into the water up to your neck, what you're doing is you're actually activating that vagus nerve. You're getting tone and you're getting all of the benefits. Going beyond that doesn't really help you. It makes it quite difficult. We start to gasp. You have to hold your breath, which again goes against the principle of relaxing in the water. And actually, it's very unpleasant. So some people don't mind putting their head in icy cold water. But if you pop your head in the icy cold water, you tend to find things freeze. Your eyes can freeze. Um, You get that real icy feeling on the top of your head. Um, And that's actually not that good for you. So you're not getting any more benefit from immersing your head. So I just recommend getting up to chin height, get your neck in there, and then really focus on relaxing your shoulders. Because when your shoulders relax, you can relax your arms and relax the rest of your body. So just focus on relax, nice breathing, no need to cover the mouth, no need to cover the nose. All right, so a couple of things just to recap on. Um, Start with a friend, maybe in the shower or maybe in the cold plunge. But if you're unsure at all, make sure there's someone there to look after you, especially if you're going into a a colder plunge because you can suffer medical conditions and you could feel uncomfortable and having someone there to look after you. 
don't start rapidly. So start maybe with the cold shower initially, maybe with a slightly warmer plunge, and then build up to the colder plunges. When you go into the water, just a chin height, you don't need to fully immerse. You don't need to set world records. So just a just a you know I build it up gradually over a few few periods and a few cold plunges, and then afterwards be careful to maintain that calm approach when you get out to avoid afterdrop and manage the expectations once you come out of the cold. Don't overdo it so you don't suffer those uh, afterdrop effects and build it as part of your daily routine. And what we can tell you, and if we, uh, if we get the chance to meet you and work with you, the benefits of cold immersion therapy are endless, well-researched and well-documented if you want to follow this up. We also do cold immersion therapy workshops where we come into the workplace and we run a breathing workshop and a cold immersion therapy workshop where the participants actually go into the tub, go into the pool, and they do cold immersion therapy as part of the workshops. And obviously here at Peaks Academy we have people come in to do cold immersion as well. So it's all very exciting stuff. So thank you for joining us. If you need any further information, the contact details are wherever you're listening to this uh, blog. And we will see you next time at Peaks Academy, bite-sized chunks of wellness gems. Talk to you very soon. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks Day. (laughs) 